Hello, welcome to Apple Philosophy Weekly, Episode 5, when we, the place we talk about the latest Apple tech news and rumors. So, before we get this show started, be sure to check out our quantitative research study that we're conducting. This is just to see what you think of your phone and why it's so amazing. Be sure to check it out on our website today at applephilosophy.com. Okay, so I'd like to introduce Chris back to the show. Chris, thank you for joining today. Hello guys, welcome back, um, and Holden, hello to you again. Um, yes. I mean, we got a streak now, two in a row. Yeah, we do, <laughs> two. Yeah, so unfortunately, Brom couldn't join today's episode, but um, we'll we'll try to get him into next week. But yeah. Okay, so the first thing we're going to be talking about today's episode is Apple. Apple's Beats by Dre brand unveils a new NBA collection. Okay, so... About a few days ago, on February 14th, uh, so Apple announced the Beats Studio 3 wireless headphones available in six new colors, representing the Golden State Warriors, Los Angeles Lakers, the Houston Rockets, Philadelphia 76ers, Toronto Raptors, and Boston Celtics. So each pair of headphones is in a different color with a... Uh, so it has the same... also includes the same color logo branding for each NBA team. So here's what Apple says about this. Get closer to your music and show the love for the team you rep with the Beats NBA collection. These Beats Studio 3 wireless headphones worn by some of your favorite players feature your team's authentic colors and iconic logos. The final result in a collection designed just for the fans, honoring the spirit and emotion that makes up each of the six available team options. Okay, so uh, Chris, what do you think of these new colors? Personally, I like the Golden State Warriors color and the Rockets one. I think they look really cool. But Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. And I, I think it's interesting, you know, that they've done this because they also brought out the Mickey Mouse Edition Beats headphones. And I also think, you know, that um, with Beats doing right. this, it's kind of offering that exclusivity for um, people, you know, that want to have an exclusive pair of headphones that, you know... Mm-hmm potentially need again um but apart from that i think you know that they do look really cool especially with the you know gold logos yeah and no the i special agree branding on the headset itself and the colors as well no, have you seen the Cause... white which one's the white one is that the toronto raptors one that one looks really uh, cool because it has like the red around it yeah okay. i'm lo- mm-hmm. looking at it and uh, it looks like the the raptors logo it's a little bit hard to tell though because um, I mean, one, I'm looking at a lower resolution image, and two, um, from the branding, I think they could have done a little bit better job on trying to, you know, put the logo maybe mm-hmm. a little bit smaller on the, you know, headband and stuff. But other than that, I think it's really cool that they're doing this. And I think that they should do it for, you know, things like the NFL as well. Yeah, I think they're really, I, in my opinion, I think they're like really unique. Um, but for the, I can I can see them doing this for different other sports. I can see them doing this for other sports. I do feel like that Beats are popular in the NBA brand because you see basketball players. Uh, you see Apple and Beats sponsor basketball players to wear them uh, during their warm-ups and stuff like that. Uh, but I feel like uh, it really follows the NBA vibe, I guess you can say. But seeing this in NFL and other sports will be cool. 
Um, but I, I, I'm per, I do like the new colors they recently been releasing and the new collection. So, but one thing I would like to see is an updated design. It's just the same. It's the same. It's pretty much the same design. But like, I, I'm looking. For, I'm looking forward to new hardware in the Beats lineup. Yeah, and I definitely think that they should introduce something, um, you know, that brings uh, a personal touch to it, like uh, adjustable, you know, ear clips and stuff like that. Because yeah. I'm not sure whether they, you know, already really do that. But my sister, she has a pair of Beats. I forgot which ones. I think the Solo series and the ear, um, like muffs that yeah. you put on. They're so small, and they you know, make me feel uncomfortable if I wear them for too long or if she wears them for does, too does long. Does it, like, and, you know, like, hurt your ear or something like that? Yeah, yeah, it's like the the bone or something like that in the mm -hmm. ear, and it, you know, hurts, especially when you're wearing them on a plane journey or something like that where you're traveling to a venue that you're trying to get to, and, you know, you've got them clammed to your ears, and, you know, it makes them hurt. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So, I have the beats, uh... I have the Beats, I forgot what it was called for a second. Oh yeah, the Beats EP. And they're the wired, they're, it's like, a, it's Apple's cheapest wireless, not, sorry, not wireless, but like wired, like Beats headphones. And uh, they last me for a good two years until the right ear kind of broke. I don't, I think I need to just, like screw it back on. It looks like an easy fix, but uh, I need to figure that out. But I do agree. I do think Beats are easily breakable. Honestly, I, I do think they need to like make them better 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 sorry better material, but at the same time I do I do love the design of the Beats and I I do expect them or an Apple to m potentially make a new version like the Beats Solo Four like just to have like the latest hardware and maybe a little design upgrade. Yeah, and I definitely think you know with uh, AirPods Two. Or something along that genre that they'll definitely try and bring out a new range uh, mm -hmm. that'll hopefully include the W two chip or something of that matter when they bring it out. So who who knows? Who knows? Right. Um. But moving on from the beats, I'd just like to say. Uh. So the next story will be Apple is extending iPhone XR and iPhone XS trade up promotion until March twenty fifth in China. Okay, so Apple, uh, so basically what they did in late November, Apple launched a limited time promotion. If you don't know, uh, you may you may know this because you've seen it in the Apple stores because Apple's aggressive marketing on this. But um, but Apple's limited time promotion offers up to a hundred dollars in additional credit when trading an iPhone six through iPhone eight towards the purchase of a new iPhone XS or XR in the United States. So that was the original deal. So what they're doing now is that uh, they're expanding it into China. They're going to continue this deal in China, it looks like. Uh, but uh, it does. I do not know if they're going to continue in the United States, but I'll follow up on that in just a second. But Chris, what do you think on Apple's aggressive marketing about this? Do you think it's a good thing or do you just think it's not necessary? Like, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I mean, I think it is necessary for them to be able to keep their profits um up because mm -hmm. uh with the this year's iphone they've had a huge 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 loss um in, especially in the chinese market because 
that was kind of one of their main mass markets that they were trying to target. And, you know, with these, uh, the iPhone XS, XS Max, and um, R, they haven't been sufficient enough that people would want to, you know, buy them or upgrade. And so right. I think offering, you know, this deal is beneficial. And to be honest, I think they should be offering it to, to all markets because it can mm-hmm. massively benefit them um, in the long run. Because then with the Apple ecosystem, you have everything else incorporated into Apple, like the Apple Music, the uh, TV subscriptions and stuff like that, especially with Apple and their upcoming uh, TV subscription service, which I've been seeing here and there yeah, online. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, I think you know they should be offering it to everyone because, in general, Apple's mm-hmm. had a big loss at the start of this year, and I think you know the, maybe doing something like this could or Honestly, couldn't benefit them depending on how people react to it. Honestly, I think it's a good thing Apple's doing this as an Apple shareholder and having stock in Apple. Uh, I think it's a good thing that Apple's doing this because I would like to see... I Of course, it's, it's a company. Companies make money, okay? And honestly, the question... I just feel like, why not do this? Like, if they think it's the best thing to do, it's like, why not? Uh, but I do... I, I, could, I can't really say why anyone would not like this because... Except for the aggressive marketing, but people, but people are looking forward to buying a new iPhone XR. The deals are not terrible, um, but what they also started doing is they they started doing monthly. He added a monthly payment option, so now basically customers can get the iPhone XR for I think low as an eighteen ninety nine per month, or for the iPhone XS as low as thirty dollars per month for twenty four months. So the Apple even even started working on different payment methods and styles. Uh, but you can do it per month or pay it in full, which in full it costs four hundred forty nine dollars if you trade in an iPhone seven plus or iPhone eight and six ninety nine for the iPhone tennis uh sorry for the iPhone tennis. Um but in my opinion I do believe that uh I, I just don't see why not they should be doing this. Uh it's not surprising that they continu- they extended it in China because the bad sales in China with Apple but I think Apple could maybe not promote crazily because I, I swear I get emails about the iPhone XR like every two weeks. I just think like Apple, it's like very heavy promoting, but I do feel like Apple can maybe cut it down a little bit because I feel like their customers at this point will be annoyed. Uh, but overall, I'm pretty fine about it. Uh, but yeah. Okay, so the next thing we talk about in today's episode is the red iPhone XS and XS Max is rumored to launch in China this month. And then in China, Apple again will be dropping the product red branding. So a red variant of the iPhone XS and XS Max could be launching in China sooner rather than later if a social media rumor proves to be accurate. So a weeaboo, alright. Uh, post spotted by iPhoneHacks.com claims Apple will launch the red color models by end of this month in a bid to boost struggling iPhone sales in the region. The leaker who claims to have received the tip from sources in Apple's supply chain says that Apple will call the model China red and not the typical product red branding the company typically associates with the color. So, 
Apple has been globally so Apple's been doing this product brand sorry Apple's been doing this product rebranding for starting the iPhone 7 iPhone 7 plus in March 2017 and then they did a similar edition with the iPhone 8 and 8 plus um, but the question is will we see an iPhone a red iPhone 10s and 10s max th uh, this month sorry next month in March where they usually announce it uh, but Chris uh, do you think that do you think Apple should release a red one a red iPhone 10s yeah, I think they should because I mean it's supporting a good cause. It's helping to fight AIDS and I, I, HIV yeah, I think as well. Right. Yeah. So it's a big, you know, charity thing, and I mean they've done it with the iPhone Seven onwards, and so I wouldn't see a reason why they would, you know, stop that trend because it's not necessarily, um, you know, giving them a loss as such because they're still you know, getting money for the phone while also getting a good brand reputation yeah. for, you know, giving to charity and stuff like that. And so I think they definitely should because it's continuing on a tradition and it's also supporting a good cause. Yeah, I agree. So the reason why they're, they're going to drop the progress brand in China, because uh, basically uh, it's been a con. So basically, all right, I'm just going to say this. So however, so sex is a controversial issue in China, uh, according to Matt Kramers and some other sources. And so it's just part of the culture that, I guess, supporting AIDS isn't allowed. I'm, I'm really confused about this, why they don't do it. But it's China, and it's just how the government works. But so AIDS has so AIDS and HIV has been, criti has been characterized in the past with... Uh, consequence of the contact with the west so it's just a thing i guess it's just a region thing honestly like some worlds so some apple regions support this some don't so it's just interesting to see them drop it again um but i think if i remember correctly last year they just they, instead of calling it product red i think they just last year they called it iphone 8 red or something like that instead of product red but it's very interesting that they did this and they're going to continue doing this so yeah, it's pretty interesting. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oops, sorry. No, no, you can, you Just can one last thing. It's okay. Because I mean, with you know, product red and stuff like that, especially being offered in China, I think Apple's you know definitely soldiering through this because with mm -hmm. China and the way that they are at the moment, I know that I can't really say too much in it. One, because I'm not Chinese, and two, because you know, political stuff. But with the way that they're at at the moment politically i think it's good that apple's trying to soldier through that and you know trying to yeah, push their products product. through because yeah. it's yeah it's still getting that business and it means like you hold as a shareholder you know get um increased dividends when you're trying to you know get paid back at the end of the year and stuff like that right but, but i think you know, alongside this, Apple's been a key part in trying to, you know, win over the Chinese government, especially with all the VPN stuff that happened. What was it last year? Yeah, and I so I think, yeah, I believe it happened last year. Yeah, and so I think it's you know definitely something that Apple's trying to you know set the standard and you know raise uh, awareness on you know trying to soldier through something like this because I understand that you know. Um, they've definitely lost out in China a lot this year, as I've, you know, right, just mentioned especially, before. Especially with the losses in China Apple had. Yeah. Alright, so the next thing I'd like to talk about is 
the iPhone SE. So the the $249 special promo iPhone SE is back in stock on Apple Clearance website, but at the moment of this episode, I really think it's out of stock again. Okay, so Apple, so the iPhone SE have been going in stock and out of stock from Apple Clearance's website for a special promo of $249. So Apple has been selling uh, unlocked iPhone SE models uh, for $249. You can get it in 32 gigabytes or 128 gigabytes. Um, but you can purchase the 32 gigabytes uh, iPhone iPhone SE in gold for 249, or the 128 gigabyte iPhone SE in space gray or silver for 299. Um, but just just the reason reporting on this is because Apple is still uh, selling it. I believe these iPhones are made in India too. Uh, they said making them in the, the iPhone SE in China. I think they moved them to India, so these can be a little bit different models because they're made somewhere else. But it's interesting to see that Apple is continuing to sell the iPhone SE. But if you if you want to buy an iPhone SE right now, I recommend it's probably I'd really if you're gonna buy from Apple's clearance website, I can guarantee it's probably sold out by now, unless it's back in stock. So you want to be sure to keep checking back. I'm sure it'll be back in stock shortly because it's been going in and out of stock for the last several weeks. So just stay tuned on that. Uh, but Chris, uh. Just a little quick question. Do you think Apple should, I just, I just say make an iPhone SE second generation? So maybe iPhone SE 2? Do you think it'll be, like, good for Apple to do that? Uh, I don't know, to be honest, because, I mean, the, the iPhone SE is something that, you know, is very common when you, you look at an iPhone. Because so many people, especially kids and teenagers, have them. One, because right. they're pretty you know cheap to buy brand new and also the fact that they're cheap to replace or repair should they break Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of an iphone that is um and you know i think it's good for um you know the the aspect of you know it has everything that a regular iphone has and it conforms to the style of apple Mm -hmm. especially at that price point but i also think it would be a drawback because it means that Apple wouldn't be able to implement their new technology into that phone unless they had some sort of engineering masterpiece happen where they were able to put, you know, like Face ID into something like that. Right. So for me, I so I think Apple should create an iPhone SE too, but like at a really good price, like very reasonable price. But I think it should. Maybe just I think it should have a different design, but maybe more like a design of like a maybe a like maybe like an iPhone six design, I guess you can say because the iPhone SE has a I just say the iPhone five S design, so maybe maybe they can move on to like more of a like iPhone six design for the iPhone SE two, so it can like stay up to date and everything like that, but at the same time maybe have like an update processor. Okay, so the iPhone SE, uh, so yeah, I do think they're gonna release the second. I do believe they should release the second generation model, but yeah. Okay, so guys, the next thing we're gonna be talking about is Apple is to release AirPods with new coating and black color in the spring. So I actually don't own AirPods, but I do plan on buying some very soon. I don't know when. I want to wait for the new ones. Okay, that's just me. 
But according to a Taiwanese uh, economic daily news, Apple supplier uh, Invidic has been manufacturing the new AirPods and is ready to ship them in the spring, perhaps alongside the AirPower, which is in now, which is in mass production now, which was which we rep- which we reported about a uh, let's just say I think reported on around January I think with Brom on the first episode, but uh, the information was shared by Taiwan Taiwanese publication, which matches the rumors that we heard earlier this week from the source of my smart price but the rumor suggested both of the airpods and the charging case will be available in black and white with the updated accessory to get a special matte coating with an enhanced grip so we still don't know exactly when the airpods are going to be released but apple is like we can say this right now there's a 90 percent chance that apple is holding a event on march 25th that will focus on services and not so much on hardware, but we could we could see that Apple could choose to release the update AirPods, uh, in AirPower around the same time, via a press release rather than a dedicated event. So we can see them release them quietly and just do a press release or do them during a dedicated event. So either one will work. Okay, um, but so in my opinion about this, I think the black color. It's really gonna. I think the black color is gonna. It's really cool, uh, from the renders and stuff like that. I really think, uh, people are gonna enjoy this black color, AirPods too. Apple is to sell modified iPhone Seven and iPhone Eight in Germany to skirt sales ban. So Apple today confirmed rumors that they'll start this. They'll start uh selling modified models in its German stores to comply with patent infringement lawsuit Qualcomm one against the company in December. The California-based company said it had no choice but to replace Intel chips to the iPhone models with chips from Quantum to order to allow them to be sold again in the country. So Apple is, uh, so basically, uh, Apple's trying to basically get the iPhone 7 and iPhone 8 back, uh, back in Germany, but it'll be interesting to see how Apple plays this. Uh, all right, Chris. Nice to have you back. Yeah, sorry, my Wi-Fi cut out. So yeah, your Wi-Fi's trash, man. I'm just gonna say that right now. Yeah, I need to get it fixed. Router's yeah, gone. yeah. Those are. I'm sorry. I'm just. <laughs> I'm thinking about bad Wi-Fi. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So moving on from that. So Apple Pay is rumored to launch in Saudi Arabia on February 19th. So I don't know. So Apple obviously doesn't really have many. Uh, I just say followers from Saudi Arabia, but just to say that Apple, just to give you an idea that Apple's rolling out Apple Pay to more countries, so Apple Pay is rumored to launch in Saudi Arabia on February 19th. So an early report this week suggested that Apple Pay will launch in the Czech Republic next week, but it also now looks like Apple Pay might come to Saudi Arabia on the same day. So according to local advertisements from multiple banks in Saudi Arabia, Apple Pay will launch in the country on February 19th, 2019 which is also the same date that has been rumored for the Czech Republic launch of Apple Pay as well. The Czech Republic report suggested that Apple has set the embargo for 6 o'clock local time for the launch of Apple Pay in the country. So, Chris, uh, a little quick question. Do you, do you use Apple Pay? All the time. I mean, I, I don't even carry around my wallet with me anymore just because, you know, I have my, my subway card, my bank card mm-hmm. and basically all 
my loyalty cards as well on my phone in my wallet and so there's no real need to you know have a wallet anymore i just have it all on my phone and because it's yeah you know with my biometrics i feel that it's more secure than you know actually carrying my wallet because if i lose my phone at least it's locked by my face whereas if i right. lose my wallet it's not and it's you know open for someone to try and get into it so you know i think that having apple pay is something of the future and i think you know it'll really take off especially with mobile banking and the way that that is at the moment right one thing i'm really disappointed about is a re retailers that don't support apple pay and they're just now supporting it like that that bothers me because it just seems so simple for them to set up because i bet most of their pos systems support apple pay but they just don't turn it on see that's the thing that bugs me the most because people like I honestly I haven't been I haven't used cash in like six months, okay? I've been trying to not use cash at all. It's been working. All I've been using now is my debit card and Apple Pay. That's it. And that's what and PayPal and that's what does it for me. So this I wanna see retailers get into the I wanna see retailers really invest into this to into Apple Pay and really start using it because trust me, people are gonna be using it more throughout the next few years and I think for retailers to stay up to date, I think that's one of the things they, I think, really need to do. Yeah, because, uh, I mean... Oh, yeah. sorry. No, you go. Like, what we were saying with, uh, last week, with, uh, what was it, Target, I think it was. Mm -hmm. They have only just implemented Apple Pay into their stores. <coughs> sorry, yet, they've had probably that functionality for, you know, almost a year, or maybe even a year and a half. Mm -hmm. and I think it's disappointing on their end because, you know, they're not keeping up to date in terms of, you know, their technology, but I can see where, you know, they're coming from and not including this technology yet just because of the fact that it could, you know, cost them because they have to get in the IT professionals to install that update. Yeah, but it takes like 10 minutes, right? <laughs> well, who am I to know? I, I, I've never used a POS system yeah, I know. in terms of back end. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know I'm playing. Okay, but yeah, overall, Apple Pay's rolling out to more countries. That's great. I can't wait to see it in more countries and retailers. If yeah, if you're any re so if us if any retailer executives are listening to this and you support Apple Pay, shame on you because I really think you need to support Apple Pay. That's just my opinion. <laughs> oh yeah, and um, Sonic as well. I think is supposed to support Apple Pay at the moment as well. So, yeah, so Sonic supports Apple Pay via the sonic app uh so sonic sonic uh i just say sonic pr contacting us contact us about one of our reports saying that like they do accept apple they don't accept apple pay on the tills yeah on like but they do accept it in the app so uh so so i feel like sonic may be like maybe they'll try and integrate more. yeah but we'll see if they integrate more in the future yeah Okay, so moving on. Okay, so Apple is now allowing Apple Music subscribers to give a free month of service to friends. Okay, so here's what this is. So last weekend, Apple sent a wave of Apple Music notifications to previous subscribers, offering them an additional three months trial. Okay, so, but now Apple's continuing its Apple Music focus with push notifications, allowing current subscribers to give a friend uh, a free month of the streaming service. So. 
the notification is actionable, allowing you to tap tap it to be taken to a page where they send a referral to a non-Apple Music subscriber. But Apple notes that the referral is valid only for individual memberships. If you send a referral to someone to, who has already used their three-month trial, they'll get a total of one month of Apple Music for free. If someone hasn't yet to use their free trial, they also get a total of four months for free. So I, I really think this is really cool. So here's a little statement from Apple. So a free month of Apple Music is yours. Access over 50 million songs, all ad-free, download as much as you want, and listen offline without using data. And no commitment means you can cancel any time. Individual memberships only, non-subscribers only, renews automatically after one month or one month after trial and trial eligible. So this is one of Apple's notification tactics, I guess you can say, to promote its Apple music to promote Apple Music to uh, subscribers. Uh, some people like them, some people have been annoyed by them, but it's just part of their campaign. Uh, but if you're annoyed by this, this is how you can disable Apple Music notifications. So you just want to open the settings app, look for notifications menu, and then scroll down until you see Apple Music, and then just press the toggle that says allow notifications. Be sure to like switch it to off, and that's how you turn that off. Um, but Chris, what do you think of this? What do you think of Apple doing this? You think it's a good thing, bad thing, annoying thing? Like, what are your thoughts on this? I think it's a good thing. Um, in terms of, you know, trying to get people from other music platforms to, you know, subscribe to Apple Music. Because, I mean, I use SoundCloud at the moment, but say, for instance, someone is on Spotify and they're aware of this offer and they have a friend that uses Apple Music. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, it's a great introduction because it's um, either one month or four months free. Right. Meaning, you know, you've got something there that is, you know, just open to you uh, to trial and then you can decide whether you like it or not and you know in my opinion even though i've never used apple music i'd probably be inclined to stay with them because you know you get used to that platform right but the one drawback is is that you probably either have to know someone that has apple music or you have to resort to you know begging online for someone to share a subscription with you because i'm pretty sure you can only send out an invite to you know one other person rather than just you know sending out between you know 20 people or something like that right so yeah i actually i actually have apple i use apple music i honestly in my opinion i don't like spotify apple music is so much better than spotify uh but yeah it's just me uh but uh one thing another re- I like Apple Music. I love the design. Maybe you can see a new one in iOS 13, but the current design of Apple Music is great. It's it's easy. I love how it integrates with all my devices, but I think it's like a really good product. And am I also right in saying that um, Apple Music users can send an invite to, I think, even an Android user because they have the uh, Apple Music on Android, right? I think they could. Yeah, I'll have to investigate on that. Yeah, we'll have to take a look at that. Okay, so we're going to be moving on to the next topic. So Apple is teaming up with U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs to bring digital health records to iPhone. So Apple has announced they'll soon support accessing digital health records for veterans through the health app on iPhone. 
The development part is now a new agreement with the U.S. Department of Veterans. So here's a little thing from Tim Cook. Here's what he said. We have a great admiration of veterans, and we're proud to bring a solution like health records on iPhone to veterans to the veteran community, said Tim Cook, Apple CEO. It's truly an honor to contribute to the improved health care of America's heroes. So here's what the health, these health records are. So they contain... So, so they contain live results, medications, vitals, immunizations, and also you can also it's from your healthcare provider and all in one place on the iPhone. So Apple also says that health records are secure through encryption and accessible only with a passcode, touch ID or face ID, or finger uh, fingerprint or facial recognition. So it's interesting to see Apple really investing in the health. In healthcare, Apple's I I've been seeing a lot of interest in Apple in healthcare, and I think this is the one step of the way of Apple's plan. Uh, but Chris, any thoughts on this? Well, I mean, I think it's interesting because you know you're you're trying to coordinate with a government um, a government organization, which you know normally Apple isn't really open to doing because I mean. Last time, government organizations tried to, you know, mm -hmm. work with Apple, Apple declined it. And, I mean, that was, you know, with, what was it, unlocking the, one of the stolen iPhones or something like that? Uh, yeah. And like two years ago. Yeah, and so, I, the last time they've had an encounter like this, um, you know, was a few years ago. And I think that trying to, you know work on it and do something like this is good because you know you're finding out um things that you know maybe haven't been diagnosed by you know someone like doctors or something like that because i understand that you know health records are you know deeply important to especially people in the military because you know part of being in the military and the army is you know being physically fit and you know ready for combat and so i think you know, the Apple trying to do this is definitely a step in the right direction for, you know, right. trying to, you know, get that into um, a little motive, which will then hopefully, you know, um, push mm -hmm. other companies to do the same, like Samsung with their gear watch and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really think it's a good thing Apple is doing. And I really can see them investing more into this in the future, in 2019 and maybe 2020. Because I know Apple's been getting into more of the healthcare. And maybe you can see some future stuff from them. Okay, so moving on. Ariana Grande's latest album, Thank You Next, sets two new Apple Music records. Okay, so according to a tweet from Ariana Grande's team, her latest album, Thank You Next, has set two records on Apple Music. So the singer retweeted this detail, so... It's the biggest day one global pop album on Apple Music, and it's also the, the biggest day one global for female artists on Apple Music. And the album is reported to be number, number one album on Apple Music in 84 countries. So, Billboard reports that Apple Music confirmed. The music streaming company reports that Thank You Next has scored the highest global de uh, debut in any female artist in ever in every genre ever on Apple Music within the first 24 hours of the album's release. But although the album was only released on Friday, the title track of the same 
name was released as a single back in November. It led to the Billboard Hot 100 list for seven for seven weeks in total. Um, but I just wanted the reason we're just reporting on this because I just thought it was interesting because uh, it's interesting to see uh, artists hit Apple Music records and break records and stuff like that. Uh, but I think it's acknowledgeable the report as Apple News because it's an Apple Music record. So this is just why we report this in the first place. Uh, but what do you think, Chris? I think, um, you know, in terms of Ariana Grande, I think, you know, it's inevitable that she was going to break a record, whether it was, you know, for having, you know, the most top ones in a country or what have you. But I, I know that, that, you know, she was bound to break a record, especially with, you know, the, her following. Because isn't she like the most followed Instagram user or something like that? Um, I think it's someone else. I'm not too sure, honestly. You might be right. I think she's in the top 10, definitely, for that. Yeah, she's got 145 million followers on Instagram. And, I mean, just looking at her Instagram profile right now, she's got a bio, a link in her bio that goes straight to, you know, Apple Music and Spotify and stuff like that. So it definitely shows that, you know, she's got that lead generation in there t- mm-hmm. t- for trying to promote the album. But I think, you know, uh, the, with the way that Apple Music is, you know, growing and becoming more of a defined platform for music um moving away from itunes as such i think you know it's definitely something where you could um or apple should um start offering uh, i wouldn't say rewards as such but awards if you get what i mean like uh, you, like you know how, with... like how youtube does it yeah like um i'm trying to think i forgot the name of the company but they do like the golden record and stuff platinum. like that i think that uh, oh yeah the platinum record and stuff like that i think apple should be doing something like that to commemorate you know I think, uh, yeah um, i think it'll be cool too yeah to commemorate their enthusiasm towards you know apple music and stuff like that and and potentially um for bigger artists it'll encourage them to mm-hmm. put their music on apple um music because you know there could be a chance that they could be in with an award right so you never know yeah exactly so um i have a little disappointing report to report about so the 2019 iphone report is stick to lightning port and same 5 watt usb a charger in box okay so this is one thing i've been dying for apple to change forever and it's the freaking 5 watt usb a charger in the box okay why not upgrade to 12 watts at least give it the same as the ipad but 5 watts seems so little and it's been the same since the original iphone and i really think apple should change this so chris do you think apple should be to change it to maybe USB C, USB A, like or at least make it better than the current one apple has i think that they definitely need to keep um lightning because although you know, no, USB C. Right. I agree they should keep Lightning, but I really think they should have a higher wattage USB charger. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Or maybe USB C to Lightning. Yeah, maybe potentially because I mean, I am a really big fan of the Lightning, you know, um, mm-hmm. type port because of the way you know. I've already got yeah, me all too. the peripherals and stuff like that. I've got the docks, the um, cables and everything, and it would be a pain in the butt to, you know, have to go out and buy all this USB-C crap 
when I already have, you know, things that are, you know, acceptable for, you know, a, a device with lightning. But I can see, you know, when USB-C would be good, especially with um, the new iPad Pro, I think it is, where they were, um, you know, marketing it as some something that you could put with a monitor and, you know, loads of other fancy equipment and stuff like that. Right. So I think there's... It's a little bit of a mix in between the middle because there's pros and cons on both sides. But at the moment, I'm leaning slightly more towards um, sticking with Lightning at the moment. Yeah, I believe they should keep they should stay with the Lightning, uh, with the Lightning port and everything like that. But uh, I do think you should upgrade the USB wattage instead of five watts. Maybe do ten watts or fifteen watts or eighteen. Just something higher than five watts to potentially make the iPhone charge faster like but uh so here's a here's the report so well we haven't so we haven't seen example we haven't really seen too many evidence of the design of the 2019 iphone really yet but we will in the next coming months probably but there's been back and forth rumors about whenever the, whenever the new iphone would use lightning or USB-C. so japanese website uh source um mako targa sorry if i pronounce this wrong uh mac Mac Targa says that uh, not only will the 2019 iPhone use Lightning, but Apple will continue to bundle the same 5 watt charger and USB A to Lightning bo- Lightning cable in the box. This is seen as so. I think maybe Apple's doing this as a cost saving measure. We don't know, but it seems like customers wanting faster iPhone charging times uh, will. Probably they'll have to buy accessories like the 12 watt iPad charger, but basically the site explains that the Lightning port is not going anywhere, and Apple is resistant to changing. And but basically they're not going to include accessories and maintain production costs, so it's a little bit disappointing. But maybe we'll get more news about this in the future. Um, but yeah. Okay, so next we're gonna be talking about is we're gonna be talking about we're gonna be talking about uh, a fired Apple lawyer so basically fired Apple lawyer charged by SEC by SEC was insider trading so according to a report by CNBC uh, this morning they say that former former uh, senior director of corporate law and corporate uh, secret secretary of Apple trade traded uh, Apple using non-public information, so basically trading Apple stock. It's revealed that this, that the suit, uh, they could, so basically committed insider trader multiple times in, prior to the incident, and at least dating back as far as 2011. But the this lawyer was fired from Apple, and was fired because the, he was fired in September 2018. Because he was because bre- he was breaking laws with insider trading with the SEC, and also, uh, but it's interesting because uh, this dude is basically responsible for Apple's uh, compliance with securities and laws. But, but Chris, do you have any thoughts on this story? I think it's basically you know outright fraud. He's you know, violated his yeah. contract with Apple, basically, yeah, and, and I think... think yep, yeah, Apple's NDA, yep. 
yeah, there shouldn't be any remorse to this guy because he's, you know, <coughs> wow, um, he's really gone against his contract and especially with, with trading internal stocks and stuff like that, it's, you know, something that, you know, isn't good in terms of a company aspect because, you know, that's something that is for stakeholders only. And I'm assuming that by being a lawyer for Apple, he already got um, stocks or got mm-hmm. a yearly percentage of stock um, by working for them. And, you know, if that doesn't meet his needs and he had to go out and, you know, actively trade his own stock, then, you know, he deserves to be fired because he knows what he's doing is wrong and yet obviously, he's still he's choosing even, to do it. Obviously, he's a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, he, he, he's a lawyer, so it's kind of a, even more ironic because, you know, he, he knows the law concerning that probably depending right. on what type of lawyer he was yeah um but yeah overall yeah he's fired <laughs> okay yeah. so moving on to the next story so google's planning a cheaper smartphone to rival the iphone 10r all right honestly this doesn't surprise me at all i don't know why it's been reported earlier but Google is planning to unveil a cheaper smartphone as part of an aggressive effort to draw more users into the Google ecosystem and to better compete with Apple, according to multiple re- recent reports. Google is said to be planning to exploit Apple's current pricing issues. Apple suffered poor, poor iPhone sales than expected during the holiday quarter, and one major factor was the high cost of iPhones around the world. So maybe Google's going to release a cheaper one than the iPhone, we'll see. But Google's upcoming smartphone will actually probably be priced similar to the iPhone XR, maybe the same, maybe cheaper. But all we know right now is that Google is going to compete with Apple and create a phone like the iPhone XR. And Google's also car- t- wants to target customers looking more for for sorry. Google wants to target customers looking for more affordable smartphone options and customers in emerging markets where higher priced smartphones don't sell well so chris uh do you like the google pixels do you know anything about them like what do you guys say um i know nothing about them i've never used them i think i might have touched one once but apart I've, from i don't that, even think i touched one ever yeah apart from that i've had no interaction with um a google pixel and i think you know while it's you know exploited of of google and you know a little bit mean i guess you know that's business for you and you mm-hmm. know they spotted the flaw and so they're trying to um interject themselves into you know that part of the market where you know they're able to pinpoint um someone looking for a lower end smartphone for, for a low cost and you know basically taking that customer away from apple and you know giving it um to to google but that's how business works and you know there's not really an argument there um for apple to you know retaliate against them so it's not something that i guess they can do Mm -hmm. you know much about yeah exactly um so so here's what the rumors have said about this Uh, rumors have suggested that the smartphone will feature one 5.56 inch uh 2220 by uh, 1080 LCD display instead of an OLED panel, and it'll include a Snapdragon 670 processor, 32 gigabytes of storage, a headphone jack. That's kind of disappointing. 
uh, four gigabytes of RAM and the same high quality 12 megapixel camera that's in the Pixel 3 and a 2915 milliamp battery. So those are just the specs uh, that are not that are rumored. But it's not entirely clear when Google will debate this new lower cost smartphone. But it's rumored that could it could potentially release at Google I.O., which will take place in May. But, uh, so Chris, do you think Apple will release, like, so, I just, I just, I just, I just think about the iPhone that Apple could release in September 2019. Do you think they're going to release another iPhone XR? Like, maybe iPhone XR 2, but I don't know what they're going to call it, honestly. But, you think Apple's going to do that? Mm, or just create the phone no. cheaper? I think what they'll do is probably just discount the phone because I think releasing a whole new um, phone is, you know, while it's, you know, nice to, you know, bring out a new product and stuff like that, I think it would be very, very um, unlike Apple to do something like that because of the fact that, you know, they could just, you know, discount it. And I feel that, you know, putting updated parts into a an older model of phone is kind of wrong in a sense because you know it's the new technology is kind of reserved for the new phone because they, they go hand in hand together and i feel that sometimes you know if you were to put new technology into an old phone you sometimes get faults and i think that was especially found with the iphone uh six success because um you know bend gate and mm -hmm. i think they had the antenna bands issue and stuff like that and so it's just new hardware deserves new software and um basically you know it should stay that way i don't see why apple would change it okay yeah i think i just think yeah i can see them i can see apple discounting it but honestly there's not too many rumors to support there's not really that many rumors yet but Throughout like the months coming, we'll get more evidence of that, I'm sure. Okay, so for the last story of today's episode, all right, we're gonna be talking about Beats again. This is our last story. Apple is offering seventy dollars off Beats Studio Three Skyline Wireless Headphones Collection. Okay, so Apple's offering a special seventy dollar promotional discount with its Skyline collection of Beats Studio Three wireless headphones on its online store. So, the Skyline Studio 3 wireless headphones come in crystal blue, desert sand, midnight black, and shadow gray. All of the colors feature gold accents with gold Beats logo and gold brand. So, basically, the collection was originally launched online in October for $349, but Apple is currently offered them for $279 now online via Apple Store pickup or uh, online. Um, in Apple and according to Apple's website, this will only be a limited time thing. So this deal could go away potentially soon But the studio Three wireless headphones feature Apple's pure adaptive noise canceling technology Designed to block external noise when listening. They're also encrypted with Apple with Apple's W1 chip Which is also in the AirPods, but it's basically designed to make it easy to switch between devices when listening and also includes power efficiency of the chip which lasts about 22 hours on one charge so I own the Beats X so 
I the beats models I own is the Beats X and also the Beats EP. And for the Beats X, I gotta say that they're easily to break in my opinion. Like I replaced them at least two times, but I'm happy with the free repairs, so I'm not really disappointed. They're a good product, just they break easily. And maybe that's why the Apple discounted them on Apple.com for the Beats X. But it's interesting to see Apple discount Beats Studio 3 models. Maybe they're not selling well, maybe they're too expensive. But it's interesting to see that. Any thoughts on that, Chris? Well, I mean, looking on Apple.com and, you know, what they're charging for these headphones, I think, you know, it's a perfectly acceptable price for, you know, such a sexy looking product because i mean right. these headphones look you know very high up high-end retail um you know type headphones especially with the gold logos and the gold accents going hand in hand with the, you know the cream and the black mm-hmm. um and i think you know despite what you say about you know them being easy to break and being you know fairly fragile um i think just as long as you know apple can you know give you a replacement without yeah, you having op- to you know yeah it's, pay. Still, it's still the warranty for me so it's great yeah i think that if they can do that and you know um keep that sufficient then i'd be you know really inclined to buy these headphones and i mean i'm gonna take a look at this afterwards um after the podcast because i i think you know these headphones are definitely um something that you know someone would like either as a mm-hmm. gift or as you know something that they would use um quite often because it looks like you know something that would fit in with a person's um style especially right. with you know fashion trends and stuff like that at the moment mm-hmm. yeah i agree with you chris um but yeah it'd be interesting to see the beat studio three discount maybe they'll release the beat studio 4 but i would i would like to see a refresh of the beats lineup soon instead of just releasing new colors like maybe new design maybe like like i just i honestly i just want to see something new in the beats lineup like maybe a new beats product like just something new yeah that's perfectly fair right okay so um that's that's the end of this episode uh guys gals thank you so much for joining today's episode of Philosophy weekly uh, we're on episode five, um, but uh, Chris, thank you for joining today's episode. Yeah, no problem. I mean, uh, thank you for having me. As I've said, every other episode that I've been on, um, and I mean, it's great talking about Apple stuff with you. So yeah, yeah, let's hope too. this keeps going. Yeah. Okay, so uh, if you guys haven't yet, be sure to follow us on Instagram at a p p l e o s o p h y. Okay, you can also follow us on you can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and most of all, be sure to check out our website at philosophy.com. Well, guys, that's the end for this episode. Thank you for listening, and hope you have a great week.